0: Classically Black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession
1: with trap beats playing in the background. I see my shoulders? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do a different dance every month For Patreon. It's- hey, Patreon. Right. Hey, Patreon. Hey, Patreon. <laughs> How y'all doing? Hey, everybody else. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Bitch, we all know what we doing right now. Katie's showing her. <laughs> right. Feet.
1: No, just I got my titties out right now. <laughs> This show already off
0: the freaking rails.
2: And I'm talking about 20 seconds in.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Can you imagine? Well, okay. The Patreon uh, subscription is going up. You're welcome. You, that would be terrible. They false advertising. Now we're getting dragged for false <laughs> advertising. But how do you drag? Uh, I clicked on this. They said they was going to have titties. It's classically black podcast. Like, come on.
2: That's on you. Half this most of the stuff we say is out serious. I would say at least 70%. Okay, 70%. That's not 30% seriousness. That's not that's I it's a good little balance. Okay, oh. 60%. Because like, there's still some there's validity in what we'd be saying. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, well, let's get into the news this week. Um, I think we mentioned this when it was first announced, but the Sphinx Virtuosi just released their debut album, Songs for Our Times, um, featuring Caitlin Edwards, who's been a guest on the show, and a Black Excellence. Shout out to Caitlin. There's also like several other um Black XLI, you know, featuring the album in some way, shape or form, whether that be as a composer or um, a performer, but uh, the Sphinx Virtuosi, if you don't know, is a string ensemble um, that's made up of 18 Black and Latinx uh, artists, Um, and they curated an album that features composers of color, Um, some some names that you've probably heard before, Valerie Coleman, uh, Jesse Montgomery, Carlos Simon um have all been featured on the album also Michael Abels, uh who won the Pulitzer Prize um for music in 2023 um and yeah some of the pieces on the album also tie into like Black history and Black culture like uh Valerie Coleman's piece called Tracing Visions um and uh, the first movement is called Till, and it's a reflection on the domestic terrorism that um, occurred um, against Emma Till, Ruby Bridges, and uh, the children of the Uvalde Massacre. Um, and uh, Michael Abels um, has a piece called Global Warming, um, which is about collect uh, world consciousness and cultural unity. So um, I will link the uh the page that they have with uh deutsche gramophone who is releasing their album and you can learn more about it and you can stream it it's out everywhere and or buy it and yeah that's what's going on with that okay this uh, next thing is kind of like this is the first time i feel like in a minute we've had like a for real for real this happened news story basically there's this italian conductor um who was fired uh, because he decided that he wanted to wear a blindfold during um, the performance of La Boheme that he was conducting at at the Puccini Festival in Italy. Uh, His name was Alberto Veranesi. Yeah, basically the issue that he had was the staging that the festival chose to do of La Boheme. La Boheme is... um, about four struggling bohemians living in Paris in the 1830s. And apparently for the Puccini Festival, um, they changed the setting of the production changes to Paris in 1968. And in May 1968, Paris um, had a lot of far-left student protesters um, who led to a political unrest within Paris. Um, he decided he didn't agree with that, so he was going to show up to work with a blindfold on. Don't know what that was supposed to do. But... Um, yeah um so apparently to demonstrate like some of what was going on at that time they had some like protest signs in the opera that had like a raised fist and stuff which you know is linked to a lot of different movements um like anti-fascism and socialism communism of course I know it from the black power movement but um he disagreed with that and was like this is what I'm gonna do A lot of people was mad including the audience apparently the audience was shouting at him calling him a clown and an imbecile (laughs) um apparently he was able to uh successfully conduct it blindfolded but he said he didn't want to watch any of the scenes I'm like it's not your job to watch it like it's your job to be conducting like (laughs) I understand you're gonna see some stuff but like you acting like you're a paying customer and it's something that you really don't want to see like you had a problem watching it, but you had no problem clearing that check. So what's the truth?
2: Also, okay, this, this is stupid in so many ways, but the main thing I'm thinking about is you, like, oh, apparently it was a successful performance because
1: the orchestra didn't trust you, so they did it on their own. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's not, it had nothing to do with you because you came up to my stuff with a blindfold on, like there's a there's going to be a collective like all right y'all just like yeah. when there's a, a conductor that like doesn't conduct well it's like all right cuz we are not going to look stupid up here yeah and, and especially when it comes to professionals like there's a collective like our uh, guess we right Let's, guess we we gotta let us let him him tucker
0: himself out and we just going yeah. do us um he was replaced um with another conductor um the Italian Secretary of State uh, for Culture was on the blind photo conductor side. Basically, he asked him not to even show up to the performance, um, in protest. And I'm like, yeah. If you was so, you had such a problem with it, why did you even come? Like, why? It'd be different if you, if you came and you did like some other type of protest or like whatever. I don't know. You want to disrupt the performance in some way, but like, you came, you cleared your check, you did all this stuff. Like, you clearly don't have a real problem. With with cashing out on this performance, and um, they said the the secretary um of state for culture, he posted on Facebook, which I was like, y'all just like his personal Facebook, like he just out here posting like a rando, okay, but um, he said that it had nothing to do with Puccini and that it was a betrayal of his vision and spirit, um, the people who um that put on the opera um at the puccini festival said that you know it stayed true to the meanings of his work and there was no cutting there was no rewriting of the lyrics or libretto and there was no diversion from the plot um but the conductor Veronese, the one who was blindfolded he say that he um he does not agree with him being dismissed, he thinks it's unfair and that he will still show up to the performances even if he's not, and if he's not allowed to perform, he's going to take legal action. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh.
1: So it's a mental illness. Okay.
0: All I right. was like, not you still showing up trying to get on the stage. You are a mess. Because
1: that's, you, that's, it's
0: unhinged. Like, you want you just want to make a scene. You want to you make wanna a make scene. A see- a and spectacle. also like,
1: I feel like there's so many times, the, be- the best bar- part about like, being a professional musician is that even if you hate something it's gonna be over real soon you either got 10 shows you got one week you know how much i'll be sitting there like i can't wait like i can't wait for this to be next week so i'm to play this piece no more and then and then you has gone with your life girl like it doesn't matter if you hate it just do it <laughs> and then and also people re- redo you want it to be the same thing every single i mean you're a classic musician a lot of people want to be the same thing every single time and i'm guilty of that too like that's why i'm gonna see the Nutcracker in Chicago because they got everybody on phone on stage with iPhones and doing TikTok. I don't want to see, I want to see how Tchaikovsky wrote it. But guess what? If my check was clear and I was playing in that pit, it's going to have to be what it's going to be. Like people reimagine things all the time. Like Puccini wrote that like two centuries ago. Like, come w- on. It's weird.
0: I was going to say, and this is an irritating situation to ask this question in just know I think this person is is stupid for what he is doing but I don't know a whole lot about opera is altering the time period of something that significantly normal like it took place in the 1830s the setting and now it's based in
2: 1968 I'm not 100% sure but I know like
1: I just feel like if you're not changing the words and you're not changing the characters names
2: like it's not like you know because i when we did in undergrad when we did Mr. Night's nice Dream
1: there wasn't even nothing on the stage it was like one of we you know what i'm saying like it was like the stage was like blank it had there was a set but it was there was nothing that gave Mr. Night's nice Dream and I was talking to Tyler about one production HGO did where like they had it was like a it was I think it was a Mozart opera, but they had people coming from the rafters, but they still singing you know mm. Queen and I aria. So it's like that's why I'm so confused why he's so maybe because he is Italian maybe they say true. I don't know what y'all be doing over there, but I just feel like as long as you're not changing the words, even though that would eat low key because I was I listen I mean low key blah 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 is blah, rent blah, blah, but. I might could see me a um a little Beyonce interpretation of "Miss night's Dream." I could, I, could, I could I could I think Migos. Um, somebody write that. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> that would eat. But I just understand they hip hop for Carmen, right? Hip 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 Carmen. But the thing is
0: with those sort of things, with, like, the hip-hopper that they did for Carmen, like, it was marketed as a hip-hopper. That's yeah. my only my only question. I mean, for him, it's not about... I don't think it's about they changed Puccini's vision because he said something about, like, the political I- imagery of it he takes a issue with and all that type of stuff. And it's like, y'all really are so freaking ridiculous when y'all bring in that whole oh politics X, Y, and Z. Like, it has not literally always been here in art. Like, please be for yeah. real. Um. But weird. I was just wondering, because, like, I do get, like, people, like, they do different stagings and stuff, and I guess it also depends on the plot, um, like, how significantly something like that would change the meaning, because, like, I'm thinking about, like, when we saw Fire Shut Up On My Bones, if they had, even if they had set that opera in a different time period, I don't think much would have changed about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know anything about La so... I can't I can't say I was just curious actually now that I think about it I mean I I, I played *Lava* lot like over 10 years
2: ago but no they ain't got no money me me and then she okay. died you know what I'm saying like
1: that's the whole plot <laughs> I mean I skipped I mean and that journey is like two and a half hours but that's basically it you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so you could really put, the, put it on Mars. I mean, no, that wouldn't work because they don't got no money on Mars. But you could put it in rural China and be the same thing. You could put it in Everson. Same thing.
0: We got to put that out as a promo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mimi. Okay,
1: Katie. <laughs> I think Mimi is the one who died. Let me look. I thought you were saying sure. like
0: Dobre Me mi, like Mimi. no her
1: name is Mimi. Oh yeah, I, I told I, you, I don't know. Mimi. Yeah, and, I thought you uh, meant
0: like Dobre Me like you.
1: <laughs> oh no no no! I don't know anything about La Boheme. I don't know anybody. Uh, that. Is that Boem? Yeah, it's like Mimi and some dude named. Let me stop lying. I was gonna say Fidel. No, it's, his name was not Fidel. Um, it's like four of them and they all broke and they talk about how broke they are and then I think Oh, it was girl like this. Yeah, I mean, we could do a lot, of low-key. <laughs> yeah, the death of Mimi. That's crazy. My my brain is still working. I was a little worried. Oh, she died from tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Rodolfo. Mm-hmm. That's right. It was Rodolfo and Mimi. I think he, like, loved her or something. Or oh, was it Roger? No. But it's four of them. And then Mimi gets... And they're, like, they just talk about how broke they are the whole time, which... Relatable, and then she gets say. tuberculosis which is not relatable because that can be cured, right? I'm thinking ten and okay. So I don't know. And then,
2: yeah, she just picture of undead, and it's a whole thing, and it's sad, and it's over. <laughs> alright and then that's your synopsis <laughs>
1: of all <Mama Whim. laughs> of Um, they reported me to, they Reported my name to Eastman right now. <laughs> not Eastman, right? And we was just on the opera.
2: I so. I mean, that's
1: basically what it is. I mean, this stuff that happens in between. Go to the opera and find out. I, don't- I mean, yeah. No spoilers. Even though you've had <laughs> hundreds of
0: years. <laughs> um. Okay. Next up, we highlighted our Instagram in a post that lacked an apostrophe. Um. Oh the- my God! Let it go. Um. Some of the recent work that Katie and I have done, which I was like, I didn't start we didn't start being more like cross promotional. Um that's a good point. Yeah. So me and Katie both had stuff that recently came out um on I care if you listen. And Katie with her pedagogy and her experience had nothing to do with edgy. pedagogy. Girl, well,
1: see, you would know. We don't know. I was literally opining on a on a thought that I had about how and and listen, it got
0: paid for it. Period, goes. Anyway, um, she wrote an article called "Failure Is Inevitable in Classical Music: How Do We Prepare Young Musicians?" Um, and yeah, some people, uh, I sent you. Somebody was like, "Oh, I'm gonna use this to talk to my kids." I was like, "Okay, trendsetter."
1: Okay, but let's go. Let's fast forward to your uh. Also, oh, and how you were widely recognized, okay, on Carter, widely because a well-read black girl has like thirty thousand followers on Twitter, so you were widely recognized for your acumen as a prodigious writer, okay, and and oh, girl, who the album was on the album was like, oh my god, we gotta get coffee, which I thought was so cute. Wait, can I say that? Mm it's only a close friend I just realized as I was saying it but anyway she was like and I was like yeah (laughs) yeah so I wrote an album
0: review um of a an album that just came out like yesterday as we're recording this um called Night Beauty um by a a jazz trio of black women um also their name is Night Beauty um and yeah so both of those are going to be linked in the description uh so that you can read them and then last but not least we'll say this towards the end of the episode as well but i just really don't want to forget because it's important is that our next episode is going to be um um we're going to be watching the bel canto movie because you know if you've been following along we're wrapping up the book club today we're going to be watching Mm -hmm. the movie it's also an opera but it's like we can only do so much bel canto um but you know aspen did that's such a you know aspen did it yeah didn't she yeah did i tell you that or did you tell me that no when we was recording for the other thing she said that
1: oh and i was gonna ask hank about it because he's an aspen that is such a that's so weird to me like what are the chances
0: um and yeah so we're gonna be watching the movie but we're going to and doing the review next monday that's when it'll come out but we're gonna be doing a movie night so we're gonna be watching it in real time if you would like to join us um we're gonna be doing that on friday night i to say october you hear me august Yep. (laughs) august 4th um at 7 p.m central um and we are going to be live tweeting it um on x apparently also wait they they changed it They changed it but my app hasn't changed but a lot of people's oh my days and if you go on the website on desktop apparently it's x and they took it down the twitter sign but then they had to stop mid taking it down because they didn't get a permit to use the equipment and so the police came i was like this dude is so freaking like just half-assed
1: everything um I also understand what his well he got so annoying to look like he looked like he was made in the lab like somebody like what's that what's that movie xenon all right it looked like her people made that xenon the sequel Z- cool. xenon that
2: the was the first sequel. century so xenon Z- tw-
1: that's the first one xenon girl the 21st century i think so i might reactivate my disney plus to watch that because now i just gotta itch to watch that movie anyway he looked like he was built i don't like him okay i don't he looked like he looked like his daddy was a smooth, like, remember, smooth Spongebob? All right. You know what he, like. Like what he looked like? What? said, don't do Spongebob like that. You know, you know what he looked like for real? He looked like a smooth Spongebob and posh Squidward All had right. a baby. Tell me so he don't. He do, do kind of look like See baby. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what he looked like. It's not called posh Squidward. What was he called? Handsome Squidward. Handsome Squidward. That's Witch. what he looked like the, the which, hand something got lost in translation but yeah that they, 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 the script must have been due <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah friday i was about to say october again august 4th at 7 p.m central we're gonna be live tweeting if you don't follow us on twitter what are you doing we're at classic black pod i'll link i have our link tree is always in the description but i will try to remember to link directly to twitter so that you can uh follow us there. We're going to be live tweeting and I think we should use we're going to use the hashtag Bell Movie just because um so that, you know, people find our tweets. But yeah. So if you want to come watch in real time, we are doing a movie night. Period. get your snacks, get your ooh, Katie makes a vegan, probably got something up there you could make. We could do a ooh, a tie-in.
1: Come on, cross come on, cross. <laughs> I was about to say cross this is on monday no it's, i don't even know what day it's in my text it's on my friday account. it's friday oh low key come on katie makes a vegan got a little movie Wait. night set up we should also put the us watching it i mean who would want to watch that though never mind. we can go live on patreon though right i think so we'll talk about it we shouldn't talk about yeah.
0: that
1: here <laughs> right <clears throat> um but yeah, that's my last thing for news. Okay. So for the intermission, last week, last weekend, Delaney and I watched Project Greenlight. Not together, but like, we do this thing where...
2: We in, tandem. End, in tandem.
1: In <laughs> tandem. Like, girl, how far are you? get? Okay. And on voice notes, it's so ridiculous. Anyway. um, So... Anything Easter Ray put out, I'm finna, I'm finna consume. Like she could put out a phone book. I'm like, oh, I ain't never seen numbers before. Let me just take a look. <laughs> so, but what's cool about this project Greenlight is the fact that I'm gonna tell you what it is. But it's like hasn't been around for a while. So of course, Easter Ray and Who Ray was like, yeah, let's do our big one. It was also another production company. I think it's Candlelight, uh, Catchlight, Catchlight. Okay, so Project Greenlight basically gives like an up and coming. <clears throat> filmmaker, a chance to make a, a high budget a yeah, low feature, b- a low budget feature, or it's a feature. I would say feature. Um, cause she got three million dollars, it's a lot of money to me, but not a lot of money when you're trying to make a. Uh, and
0: then I heard something later that said it was five because they, they said it was, I don't know, maybe it ended up at maybe. five,
1: maybe it ended up at five because I also remember because all that going over and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so <clears throat> they had 10 finalists and the girl they pick I'm not gonna do too much because I don't want to incriminate just in case later on but <sighs> miko 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 so I was just I was just flabbergasted especially like Delaney and I we be I'm not gonna give our business out you'll you'll see when you see it but like we be dipping our toes into trying to figure out that world and I, I told Delaney, I was like, finally, like, classical music, music has prepared us so well to exist in this world because I could not believe the behavior. Like, you have to watch it for yourself to really... I'm not gonna... This is a classical music podcast. I mean, it hasn't stopped us in the past, but I'm not gonna go too much <laughs> into the day today, but, like, basically, who Ray was supposed to... She Miko got three mentors. Um, and it was Issa, Mina, I forgot her last name from... She didn't... Her name's not Mina. Gina. Yeah from love and basketball he directed love and basketball and i forgot the other guy oh Um, Kamel namjiani he did the big sick see i don't don't
0: know his work i don't know the big sick either but i just know that that's i think he when i i mean i know him from honestly and if y'all know Kamel, like sorry y'all but i know him from the
1: movie that he did with Issa for netflix um oh but i see i wasn't gonna watch that I I didn't i didn't not i didn't know how scary it was gonna be good it's it's a rom-com
2: what Is the
1: one i thought it was a i thought it was a um a parody on get out not get out on i'm gonna think about a different movie i thought it was a parody on get out yeah We think about the one because maybe we, i don't think so how many movies have you done Issa, remember, Issa keeps a check ray. Right? i know that's right
0: I mean, it's not like it's not like a rom-com, in the one that she did with Lakeith Stanfield is like where it's like, so, oh, roman- but it's like it's fu- it's movie. more comedy than romance, I think. But like, oh, yeah, lovebirds, like, yeah, they get into some wacky situation, but it's not like a thriller or like the scary movies.
1: What's that one? I thought it was a parody on Queen and Slim. That's the one I thought it was. Ugh. No, <laughs> 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 Ugh, don't even say that freaking movie around me. You didn't like
0: that mm. um, at freaking all. That was the one time I chose to go see a movie without looking up what happened first. I was so mad. If I had looked up what happened, I would have never went to see that movie. I would have never saw it. I'm so pissed. I would never the ending or just in general. It. The ending and some stuff in the middle. It like mm. it was just some stuff that I'm just like there's some stuff you just don't want to see. I, I, I yeah. don't.
1: I don't want to see like. Mm-mm see now because there was a scene see that's why you can't listen to twitter and that's my fault as if somebody has learned that's my fault because I thought I read somewhere that it was a because and they also came out very closely together but I feel like if I knew the limit I know about the industry if I knew what I know now back then I wouldn't have because if they came out within months of each other they also started they wouldn't have known about each other for that to be but I think there was a. They got into like some situation where they were tied up, and I was like, and some people were like, "Oh, this, this is just like Queen and Slim." And I was like, "Oh well, oh, no, that's like funny. it." But the parody version, I don't, I don't love parodies, so. Um. Well, that makes sense. I'm gonna watch it tonight because I was looking for a movie for my Saturday night. and know, I got one. Um. Oh, that's right. Because she had two movies come out that. He's freaking Ray. Right. I know that's right. <laughs> anyway, um. So those are her mentors and she was supposed to make this film and they picked her because her like short that she had to do to see who was going to get picked got selected and they were, they had reservations there and they should have listened to that. They should have listened to that because it was downhill from there. I'm not talking about her being awkward and kind of like quirky. That's not, I, I was like, Oh, that's cute. Like, okay, Miko, let's see. Every, every episode after that was a disappointment. And there was just, like, some things that I thought we could talk about, like, how they would never fly in classical music. Uh, One of the first ones is, like, not meeting deadlines. So this is a director. This is a director thing. Like, the person is a director. And I just feel like, okay, student Katie versus, like, professional Katie now is two different Katie's. Like, I will hit you with a sorry for my delay. And then sometimes of late, it has to be, like, just send me another email and put it put it at the top of my inbox so I can see it again and I'm not special everyone's busy but like some I got a lot I'm juggling so that's my business don't worry about me chill on me okay okay um but <laughs> but um the whole thing was the script was like not very good and it was not finished so she goes to the first meeting and the are uh the Hooray team which like me, personally, I'd be sweating bricks if I was sitting in front of the Hooray team. Hooray, be for real. It's a production company. Um, And she was like, okay, you have to fix, fix the script. She's like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. So she comes back to the next meeting and it's still not done. Imagine, like, you know, how, you know how many times, like, I think one. it only took one time for me. My teacher told me to fix something and I came back and it wasn't fixed. Low-key, I got roasted. Like, You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what experience, maybe, like, not outside of practicing, you could, like, tie to that, but I just kind of imagine being asked to do something and then coming back to the next script meeting or the next lesson or the next rehearsal, and it's not, like, sometimes, like, even in MSO, like, I remember one time Bob was, like, Viola's, like, I need that face by tomorrow. What you think I went home and did? Like, you not finna, you not finna catch me not know how to play that. And then what he say, thanks, Viola's, the next day. Like, it's just a thing i
0: think like and also to be clear miko did not write the script the script was provided to her mm, right. some people were saying that oh they set her up because like whatever they gave her a bad script and i'm like well the script was written by somebody like that dude got an emmy like he out here he's pretty good like i don't know what goes i don't put nothing past reality tv But at yeah. the
1: same time like it's not like the script said pee-pee-poo-poo, poo, like right. whatever. They just put it out of GPT and just gave it to her, like, here. Yeah.
0: Like, like- for real. And then, like, I don't know, man. It's because the thing is, one of the reasons why they chose Miko is because she said that she was a writer-director. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then this is why you can't lie on your resume, kids. Because, <laughs> it, like, I'm just saying, like, I understand maybe you weren't expecting to have to do so much rewriting. They are gifting you millions of dollars to make a film an opportunity that you have never had and will never have again will like never have. because if, if if this was anything else they would have fired you already yeah. like the different parts in her um all the different like like times that she messed up along the way like if you were not if on project Greenlight, like they probably would have fired you and this mm-hmm. is not like yeah, if you have to write more than you thought you have to write, then girl, you gotta write more than you have to write. Like, this is bigger than this one, like, film. And I just, I I feel like, it's so funny because the amount of graces they were giving her, I was like, I wonder what, what this would
1: look like if the cameras wasn't on, to be honest. That's a good point. And also, I think that's why I was like, alright, you know what, maybe I could because the way you would literally classical music does not work like that. Like, it just does not, like, you don't have that much grace and it's not the grace also gets less and less and less like as the more professional you become so like after a first rehearsal and sometimes even not that because sometimes the stakes are higher in the first rehearsal but after first rehearsal that's it like that's that's all you have and that reminds me of that one rehearsal I'm not gonna say too much because it's your business but like that rehearsal that she said that you
0: had with that one conductor that you never worked with before
1: and she started treating us like children. Yup. You see? See, and like, and- if
0: that had been Miko, if that had been Miko, they would have been giving her a coloring book. Okay, so then this is a camera.
1: And a camera, <laughs> did, like... <laughs> and then, I want to get to, there's a part, it was the audacity. You could not have that much audacity, like, me to my second thing, about, like, not taking directions and notes. And I always talk, You could you could hear my voice, on this very podcast talking about how my last studio that I was in was a freaking mess and I if you know me in real life like you know I l- I love getting a little critique like especially when it comes to viola I was about to say or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not too much on everything else <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you but when it comes to viola when it comes to like projects like we were talking about we were me and you were talking about something and I was like let me maybe we can make Richard take a look at it like I I don't know what that is but I just like getting critiques because I just want it to be very good and I on certain things I just want to see it outside of myself like I'm always staring at this one thing that's why I made that meeting I told you about with that woman and I was like I just wanted to see what she has to say for for the future that's just, I, I just want to keep it vague you, you know what I'm talking about no not off the top of my head well, but we both we both work for her and I was like I made a meeting with her because I wanted oh, to know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because I just like getting critiques I didn't even told her like I don't know girl i maybe it's trauma response I love critiques so I, under- but I understand like maybe like in a quartet situation like oh because like don't do too much to me like especially like I when we're when we are equals it's like when you constantly call on my name that's gonna piss me off because like what do you do what can you do you know I don't know if you had a situation like that like in classical music where you don't either mind getting critiques or like not too much
0: yeah let's just don't bring me back happy memories because that was one person that I really did not like playing with they would be like like I was just like anticipating having to get into it with this person because they would be like writing in other people's music and stuff and I was like oh I forgot about
1: that and also, you but you know what to be fair. What she doing now? Exactly. No, she 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 kind of she Wait, for real? That yeah. me you <laughs> See, that's, sometimes bad people win. That's what I'm the older I get.
0: I'm mm. gonna say I think she's graduated from juilliard She good, like
1: bad people be winning, y'all. Star um, Robin Banks. Okay. <laughs> um, hold on, let me try to remember her name. Um, oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, oh, what I was I supposed to say? But like, I think yeah,
0: I I too have been on this podcast talking about like you got to be careful about who you take advice from. And like, sure, but like, that's in certain environments. And I remember us saying that. And I think we yeah. were, we were talking to a, kind of a group of kids, so they it was kind of going. I think it went over one of their heads because you are be like, "Whoa, if you never listen to anybody else, then how will you even know what it's supposed to sound like?" I'm like, "I'm not like he said that like in reference to a scale." I'm like, "You can't." possibly think i mean don't ever listen to a c major scale like (laughs) okay girl but um i
1: don't don't even remember this conversation
0: i was there Mm -hmm. this was at one of the panels that we did um a couple years ago when that dude stood up and told us no not that one (laughs) um it was even further back than that i think this is 2020 yeah but um i was about to say i think like yeah i've i've said a lot like be careful who you take advice from, but like we have to let's let's put it into perspective because you're in a room with people who have made movies before. That's feature-length movies. They've made TV. They've been in the industry for a long time. And like, yeah, you have some experience, but you don't have any. It's your first feature. Like all that type of stuff. Like you need to. Like, yes, stay true to your vision, which is one of the things that Gina told her, but, like, also listen to, she said listen to everybody's notes because, like, you don't, not even if you, even if you don't take it, you can't just be like, nah, I'm good. You have to, you have people who are investing in your film. You have to answer to them. Unless you are going to replace that $3 million with your own, you have to
1: answer to them. Blaney, <laughs> when I tell you at every step, of, like, I stopped. I, my problem is I kept being optimistic because i was like okay surely she'll listen to the next person okay surely she'll listen to the next person when she got in front of the max executives and <clears> oh <throat> girl was like oh well i think you should do this xyz she's like no i don't think Ooh. <laughs> that was great to me are you kidding and then she was on the phone with Issa ray first of all you're talking to Issa ray i don't know i will listen to whatever she say you on the phone with Issa Rae, and you and she's trying to give you whatever trying to say whatever you're saying to her and <clears throat> uh and finally she was like well i'm sorry i couldn't help you <laughs> it, it, it landed to her as a joke but there was some seriousness in that like she was like girl i've been making a barbie movie like i don't know what to tell you like fine and even gina said like at the at that last episode she was like i think i went like she took it too literally when i said like keep your vision keep your vision because people are literally telling you this doesn't um this doesn't work this is not this she's like yeah i think it does <laughs> and you know how i knew i can't say what i want to say i don't want to do too much on her in public um because i have said my fair share <laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> um you know that okay i don't know how much you remember there's a scene where she they like the little girl i forgot her name is rounding the corner and trying to run to a um and she had all the men standing trying to catch her
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I looked at the, the the first scene. I looked at. I'm like, that doesn't work because you. When I'm watching the movie, I'm gonna be like, those men can easily catch her. It's gonna take me out of the story. And it wasn't working the way she was filming. I'm like, why don't you make her stand further back? Why don't you like how that little girl? I ran, all those men. is not working. And then she did the same. Okay. okay you
2: know I'm glad, you glad people make, can see okay, what I okay, go through.
1: Okay, cinematographer. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, you could even I'm I'm a violist, I like see that that's great, that screen that is not working. It looks stupid it looks dumb like like imagine imagine you're trying to film something you're trying to film a, a chase scene and the person is two inches behind you the whole time people watching are gonna be like why don't you just reach out and touch like
0: right you like this, she, like a freaking like a what? t-rex with your hands like, like this because if you extended you're gonna touch her
1: all them grown men this 18 year old girl and none of them could catch her and then she um and then she and had time to open the door and close it behind her I could see why they was upset with you, and then she did the same scene like seventy three times. And then when the when the when the execs asked her, "Can you do it this way?" She's like, "Oh, we don't got time, girl." Um, and that's why when they did the
0: director's cut, everybody was silent. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you do your uh your recital, and then that was the reaction like how it was after the director's cut. They so for. Yeah. Could, The um through the DGA, the director's guild, you get a director gets, I think it's 10 weeks to do their own cut of the movie. Like nobody else gets to touch it. This is what I want the movie to look like. And then, of course, like all the other stakeholders can come in and and, you know give their notes and stuff like that after that. And we'll see what the final cut of the movie is. They did a screening for the director's cut. When I tell you it was dead silent in there after the movie went off, and everybody was looking around like I would. You would never see me again.
1: It used
2: to like, well,
0: and I was just like. <gasps> when I tell you, y'all would have to bury that movie right with me. Because- <laughs> you would
1: have to. I'm talking about the next day. I wouldn't even come back. And, sh- and they had the nerve to be on camera. I mean, it's reality TV. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But <clears throat> had the nerve to be like, yeah, it was quiet in there. I don't I don't know. And the, and the producer for Project Greenlight was like, good quiet or I mean, bad quiet. He's like, oh, clearly no, bad. She's like, oh, it could be, I don't know. It could be. I'm like, come on, Miko. You did all this work, they watched your whole thing, and
2: everybody quiet. Everybody quiet. You should be embarrassed. Dang. But you know what? <clears throat> I'ma say this. You know what was true to classical music?
1: What happens when you cut up? Don't get invited back. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I might listen. Everybody has the stuff they're working on in private, so um, <clears throat> I'll check back next year. But that last little scene where they had all the ten finalists, the nine finalists plus Miko,
2: <clears throat>
1: they were like, "This is what I've been doing since Project Greenlight." And what Miko say? That's why I finished before Katie and I
0: kept asking her, Have you finished it yet? Have you finished it yet? Have you finished it? Because she would be saying, She was like, And I bet she's not going to be working no more after this. And so, whatever. And so, when I saw that, I was like, Have you finished it yet? Because everybody's like, I'm doing this. And I'm in Paris working with this person. And I'm doing that. And then she was like, Yeah, you know, I got a manager now. And I'm like, First of all, that was before this aired and everybody looking at you crazy. So, your manager probably like, No, you don't, girl. Like, but you know what gave me hope for her is that gina at even at the end was like i think she's a good director and on x yeah. y and z is but it's like i think that just goes to show i mean a lot of artists are like that and it's not that miko was like she i don't think like when i was telling my mom about it she was like oh you know some people are not like she's like yeah some people got to learn like that social aspect and i'm like i don't think she's socially like she don't like being around people, or that she's like isol- like an isolating person, I just think that she does not have good interpersonal skills, and I think people underestimate that in an artistic environment, they think that the art is the only thing that matters, and even if the art was the only thing that mattered, you still wouldn't have been, because they didn't like your movie, so, but the, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but like the interpersonal skills, like, you need to learn how to work with other people you need to learn how to be diplomatic about you know suggestions and you need to learn how to talk to people and especially people are giving you money because it's not a gift there's a difference between like I'm not trying to say like you know I've had my own stuff because Mm. like with that whole thing I didn't feel comfortable saying no to because I've got money like for my base and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. it's never Mm and so I'm not really one to talk because like that was not something that's like you have to do stuff for me because I gave you money. Like, but I know, but Miko has the opposite problem. She don't even feel obligated and hers was actual investment. Some things are a gift and you are not beholden. You don't have to do anything else. They just want to help you. Some things are an investment. When you have investors, you have to answer to them. Like, and she just don't seem to get that and she don't seem to get like, like she's like, oh, my communication style is not for everybody. I'm like, you're not
1: communicating anything. So no, it's it's not. Like, especially- you are grown and you look like you've been grown for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Like, when somebody asks you to do something, you have to do it. So, when, <clears throat> like, what's his name? My guy, I loved him. Oh, Ma- Montreal, Montreal, because Montreal was at the very, very tippy edge of being fed the hell up and kept it cute. I, I was like, I can't wait for him to say why, whatever you know, it never did, but um. He and was, that's a good example of somebody who is diplomatic yeah. in the work
0: and work uh, situations. Like they're really good at saying what they mean in a way that is like, you know, we are not like, girl, this sucks, girl, what the hell are you doing? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I mean, and then and then the audacity of the producers from, um, I keep want to call them candlelight, catchlight, for them to be like, I think you should be nicer to me. and I'm like, if the way the hooray team. Communicates it just really gives like I want you will want to work with people like that. It's very clear. It's not mean. It's because sometimes you could be like Delaney, constructive. Yeah, it's constructive. You could be like Delaney. This not does not meet your expectations, and it's like that's harsh, right? But I I never felt like they they wouldn't even say something like that, right? They wouldn't. it It was never harsh. It was like Delaney we envision this mm-hmm. how can we support you and get it? it it was like yeah they need to teach low, low key need to do like a seminar because if i had people like i mean me and you like we'd be here but it's like other projects i've worked on it's like if they're something they need to be teaching that they, that's another thing isa could do is brand that because they all communicate like that it, it must be some type of training she got going on or something i don't know i've never seen such clear constructive Crit- like criticism and like just being not not being around a bush like well can you it was very like okay we're gonna be honest that's not what we're expecting how can we support you Da let's go and after that first script meeting when he was like you need to over communicate and then she was like yeah i don't and then he said it like over communicate over communicate like and she said st- I, I i can empathize with like i um am about to start teaching somewhere and I was like, I, the first thing I asked was like, so when it comes to like rescheduling lessons and stuff, like how much do you want to be involved with that? And they were like, so we will reschedule lessons when you can't make it. I'm like, damn, I mean, I'm gonna go, but it's just like, I like just texting a parent to be like, all right, girl, I'm finna be out of town. But she, but she's like, but she made a good point. She's like, when you do that, like we, we're not, we're not abreast and we need to be abreast, fine. And it's just like, sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to do when you're working with other people. Like some people just want a lot of information and she was just like, like, "No, man."
2: Attendance?
1: <laughs> okay, but I did take attendance a couple of times after he told me. But then, but then, but then, trying to wrap it up, y'all. He 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 adjusted, and then he made some take attendance because they they hired somebody who was a. Because to be fair to me, like yes, I have to take attendance. I taught public school, in which I had to take attendance, and I did do it because by law, right? Because <laughs> yo I- so that's what it takes. <laughs> listen we all have our thing okay because sarah's out of schools today and that that now I'm now i'm in trouble you know what i'm saying but um to be fair like that that program was chaotic and i'm trying to do this all this stuff i'm halfway through the lesson my like, dang but they hired uh
2: so it's good you ain't worry about it Okay, but with um one of the
0: things yeah with with Miko, she would be like, oh, well, you know, well, for one, she would be like, oh, well, I thought I was going to have like more freedom. Like, I'll have it all in my head, or, like all this type of stuff. And I'm just like, okay, but you are a first time feature director. Like, they are not going to, you have to like communicate some stuff. They're not just going to be like, okay, let's hands off and then let us know when the movie's done. Because, like, one of the things that I understood was like, she said that sometimes when you're quiet, people don't think you know what you're doing. And sometimes, like, yeah, when you are like, the people want to know what's going on in your head, they don't like not knowing and mm. in some situations it's like girl get over it like I don't know what to tell you because I'm I'm a person I don't like to speak till I'm done thinking like even if I'm right like I've been in work meetings but like they they sometimes people interpret if you are quiet they interpret that as you being also timid and I'm quiet but I'm not timid if I have something to say I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. and or and and then I also like I will be writing and writing they'll be like oh do you, you see your writing do you have anything to say and I'll be like no Because I don't have nothing to say. Like I just don't see the point in mulling over thoughts that are not done when I know I can finish them by the time before this meeting is over. And just like I don't want to waste time thinking out loud when I could just not do that. Some people are better at thinking out loud, but thinking out loud is not productive to me. Some people, it is productive to think out loud, but I just have not found that to be my situation. So I'm not trying to say, like, oh, if you think out loud, you like whatever. But um so I was like I get that but at the same time like again like and she was like oh well you know I just don't like people who talk too much because if I can get my point across in as few words as possible I'm like but that's the point you're not getting it across that is that is the key the key phrase right there if you can get the point across but you are not doing that getting a point across means that the point has gotten across and the people that are across (laughs) have gotten the point like that 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 is the measurement by which you can say, okay, the point hasn't been gotten across. It's not points are not gotten across just because you feel like you got it off of your chest. It has to be received on the other end. Like, point like I don't know what do you think
1: across means? Like, okay. <laughs> when she told Sarah, the on the Hooray team, when she told her, like, oh, that's that's their problem if it okay. I was shocked. No, flabbergasted. Then I was enraged because. I understand what you're saying. Like I'm one of those people that like I think out loud, but I think it's also like been conditioning because like especially like in predominantly white spaces and you're one of only, you your your point, you'll you'll get spoken over, you'll get disregarded. So I I think like even like in high school and stuff, just learning to like once I'm in front, let me get my words out because the conversation moves on and then um I'm not saying like it's the greatest thing, but um i be scared yeah. like sometimes when i get
0: because then like i feel like if i'm not allowed to think stuff through then like you ask me a follow-up question that i don't know the answer to and then I, it's just gonna look like i don't know what i'm talking about because i'm not good at like some people are good like oh you asking the follow-up question they're like well da-da-da. like they talk a lot and they have that they think quick i don't think quickly so like i'll be like uh. but yeah when she was like oh that's their problem it's just like you know what? Let's fold up all these cameras. We'll send you the invoice, and that invoice is your problem.
1: <laughs> I just like, and then that's why when Catchlight like, was talking to the Who team about like they need to be nicer to her, I was like, how much the, the only nicer they could be is if they swatter her and breastfeed her. All like right. they are already being so <laughs> okay. incredibly what? Okay. That's are the you next kidding? Step. Are you kidding? Is that really are, the next step? The amount of meetings they've had. With this girl, like the amount of times that you could have just been like, all right, y'all, ain't no project green light. Like, yeah. Okay. I know I know they couldn't do that, but you know what you really could have done. I told you in the voice messages, I was like, they could have called old girl who was my pick out of the ones. Well, my pick was actually that girl, Malachi, because she made a great application, dropped the ball in the thing, which like that sucks. Like yo freaking, your first round's good and your second round you you don't play well like <clears throat> that sucks but it's like she dropped the ball and it's like I felt like you, sh- you would have been better off taking a chance on her than having Miko who made a great thing because um Montreal was like this is my girl this is my girl this is my girl and then got they saw the thing and was like oh shoot but you already seen her work it's not like this is the first thing that she's done I feel like you would have been better off um well, technically
0: they took a chance on Miko too because after they met her was had those reservations they was like okay well we going yeah that's
1: what i was saying they should they should have switched them chances like you already knew that girl could what that girl could do because like i know they couldn't i feel like that would have been better all right she keep cutting up by episode three i'm i'm calling one of these other girls to come to come do it let's see because i like i feel like the thing with classical music it's gonna get done regardless and i know they got it done obviously like it's like a whatever but if you can't play something they don't care they finna get somebody else to play it. And then they'll deal with you after, you know what I mean. So it's like, that's why I said like the only thing they ain't do was breastfeed that lady. Like, it was crazy the amount of stuff, like the amount of meetings, the amount of girl. I'm trying to tell you, like them watching her go over. And some of the stuff is just not her fault. I feel like, and I could see like maybe because we read we was we was messy. So we read some of like the reviews and like, <clears throat> like whatever. Miko did an interview to the to the best of her ability. She signed an NDA, but um. There's some stuff that they tried to, I feel like they did because the narrative was already stacked against her because she was being ridiculous. It was easy to blame like the filming going over time solely on her because it's like, but this factor is like that she can't control. It's going to make them go over time. But they, I mean, at a certain point, y'all just like let it run, y'all let it run on and on and on and on and on. Y'all should just replace her. Like, all right, girl, we got one more time for you not to, to be acting like this. She in Vegas. She at Joshua Tree. She's talking about, <laughs> oh, I need to go home and pet my dog. Girl. Like, on day three? Girl. I got to go ahead and I got to go there and clear my head. Well, you haven't come up with no idea, so it sounds like it's already clear. That's what I wanted to say when you were saying how, like, uh, some people mistake, like, being quiet with, like, not having ideas. She's both quiet and doesn't have ideas. That's the thing. <laughs> I
0: mean, so I'd be lucky to be sympathizing with her though, because sometimes your mind just be blank. Like my mind just be blank sometimes, and that's why with the whole thing, like when we was meeting about, oh, I was about to slip up and say something that has not been announced yet. When we was meeting about that thing yesterday, and I was like, oh, I want something, but it's like I don't know what I want. Sometimes I'm a better editor than I am like creator, but then that gives like, okay, you have like suggest you you don't have no solutions, but you just picking apart what's wrong and that's the thing like but editors also usually have suggestions so sometimes so that's why I'm like sometimes like especially when it comes to no i was about to give it away again when it comes <laughs> to certain things like I'm better at being like no I think that that should be like once I see it but with yes yeah, so I feel like with Miko but no but Miko can't even do that because not that she can't do that but because the script well that, she didn't create the script right
2: and also
0: but, she mm, she said you know what I'm going to give her a low grace again because remember I mean I know it wasn't this bad but this is the best analogy I can think of when I was in college we had that peer review stuff and I remember I asked you Amara I'm like I really don't know what to say because my honest suggestion is start over <laughs> like like okay. I'm not even like trying to be on the like whatever like my honest honest god mm-hmm. suggestion is start over but I can't even say that because I knew that that was like if you if this was what you turned in then you couldn't have done any better like seriously i'm and i'm not even like i'm not even oh trying to my
2: like it sounds bad but like no for real like it's not real bad. bad it does it bad. it's all
1: you could do it's, it's we're at the ceiling because no like room. at a certain
0: point and i mean like of course th- there is room like uh, down the line but like in terms of this assignment and when it is and due right now, like this yeah. is the extent of your abilities and and obviously I know it wasn't like that with that guy because he's actual like you know screenwriter and all that type of stuff but like maybe she just fundamentally didn't like the story and I could see that that I could see that being difficult to work from something that just does not speak to you even if you have to like rewrite it I'm trying to think of a situation where I've had to do that um and make it interesting Cause like I've had to write about things that I don't like all the time. I have, we had freaking music theory essays. Like I can't mm. think of anything more boring than that, but <laughs> like they didn't have to be interesting. That just had to be correct. So, mm. but also like you have a bunch of people who are giving you, you have to understand like once you get to a point where you don't like anything, you're just going to have to try something to see what happens because people were giving you suggestions and she kept saying like, Oh, I want more people in. We got to move on. I want more people in on this.
1: Um and that's why you were saying like she need to be in a writers room because listen first of all we stand with WGA of course like that's not an insult i just feel like from what i've learned with about the writers room and in reading and listening to interviews she would be a great staff writer mm-hmm. like not a not a producer definitely not a showrunner but like a staff writer like she is writing the b story she's writing the c story okay dang with, not even that let <laughs> just skip right over i'm skipping right over a because come on and she's writing those those stories b c hell a with another person and then they take that part of this the episode back to the writer's room where eight other people decide what they're gonna change about it and what's going to make it to the final cut. And then the final cut goes. And then the showrunner goes with the editor and sits down and edits it. But that's where everybody needs to be part of the machine. You know, everybody fits in somewhere. And it's like seeing her in that place. It's just like, and that's, is not even me thinking that I could do a better job. I know I would do a terrible job at this. Like there's, it's not my wheelhouse. I don't, I wouldn't want to be a director, like whatever at the same time i just thought the other people that, that would have been a better fit
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, you hell if you picked that girl who was like <laughs> isa was like she wouldn't remind you of them kids from high school that when you ask them what they want to be when they grow up they say famous if you i bet you would have had she said they're gonna get she gonna get you an oscar you should listen to her because it, it would have been something it would have shook but anyway you should watch project online it's on max um okay. If you like, if you want to see behind the scenes of making a film and being, also if you want to be extremely frustrated or entertained, whatever whatever floats your boat. Hey y'all, do you want to join the most exclusive classical music club in the game? The Ebony Tower has all the antics and tomfoolery of a regular Classically Black episode, but exclusive. We got video, we got polls, we got Classically Black After Dark. That's coming soon y'all. We got patron, we got feet, we
0: got titties. Okay, we don't got none of that, but you can join us on Patreon, aka the Ebony Tower, at patreon.com/slash/classicallyblackpodcast for intermission polls, video episodes, live streams, and more exclusive content. We have multiple affordable tiers, or you can pledge an amount of your choosing. So, if you want all of that, you can join us at patreon.com/slash/classicallyblackpodcast well um moving on to our final uh few chapters of belcanto oh chile okay so where we left off um again the translator was outside um sleeping with a minor um <laughs> because like maybe we've but like i feel i also feel like we did just make oh. up that
1: that 17 go because we both thought she was young like
0: we i feel like we didn't
1: make that up um it could be even 16 because it wasn't her and beatrice the same age around it let's see well
0: um okay so that's where we left off now we're in a place where um the piano player first of all they are so freaking ridiculous how how you said who was it that was like oh maybe this isn't so bad it's like Yes, it is, Gen. girl. Gan, you are a little yeah. Gen. Gen, what's going on in Japan, baby? <laughs> and that's what another one—the <laughs> guy who's playing the piano, um, who's um, he's a business person at Mr. Yeah. Hosokawa's uh business was talking about. Like, oh dang, I'm thinking about how after this, I'm gonna have to go back to being a businessman and with freedom. Do you remember that part? A businessman with freedom, and also you don't have to do that. You can't just you could play the piano and your free song like he was doing before. You can join you like, a little a little like professionals ensemble. Like how they got, you know, they got stuff like right. that. Like join your community ensemble. You don't have to be in captivity halfway around the world to play the piano.
1: I'm like, is, is it delirium? Is that what's going on? Like, like, sweet pea. You, it's not an episode of Love Island. Like y'all are hostages. That's like the thing. It's like no matter how much you wake up and be like, oh, okay, this ain't so bad it's men with guns in here you cannot leave you cannot you might as well be on brig it's big brother with higher stakes y'all are living live in like cartoon characters you've been wearing, wearing the same clothes every day for the past four and a half months you can't leave the property that you went outside for the first time in month three come on um but as he's playing the piano one of the
0: um hostage takers starts singing um and everybody's like oh my gosh his voice is so beautiful so there we go again with um I mean he's no Roxanne apparently but Roxanne does agree to give him voice lessons so I guess that's one of the other like um bonds that going on um then all the hostages get to go outside because like the boy he like everybody felt that he did a good job but some he got embarrassed and like ran outside or whatever so then they was like okay can we go outside to comfort him and so they decided to be
1: fair Roxanne was like stop 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 me too yeah. I've been like to be a Zimmerman was like stop I'm playing Walton stop I'll be like oh shoot <laughs>
0: yeah okay because she like thought he was about to like embarrass himself because like he was sounding good but then he was about to go like hit a high note or something like that and then she was like nah nah like stop so um yeah i was like okay girl first of all chill right. um because now he embarrassed either way so <laughs> and then yeah and then you come up after and be like it's okay i'll give you lessons like okay dang <laughs> right <laughs> um but you can see like it's getting it's getting a little loose in there like they yeah, I'm a, outside the exactly yeah. like what what is the point now everybody outside the air the fresh air is getting to everybody's head because everybody like fantasizing about oh this is what we're gonna do when we get out and get out um they was talking about oh i want to adopt one of them was like i want to adopt one of the uh the yeah, uh oh, what's his name
1: the vice president like um yeah 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 it was yeah him. the vice president was like was it ishmael it was whatever the yeah, one it was ishmael. yeah that was that that's not the singer that's the chess player yeah right
0: because the singer is caesar caesar
1: yeah ishmael and i felt so bad because ishmael was like really like because like he would live in a he would live in a in a house and then I, and that's all like i looked at the real house huge like it's an estate right so it's like he would live there and then you know um and then like he will work for that other peruvian Mm -hmm. uh guy yeah he was like
2: i'm
1: about to be living thick i know that's right (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so everybody fresh air everybody
0: getting fresh air they fantasizing about all the stuff they finna do when they get out little do they know Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) this is crazy okay crazy yeah. So, you know, we have we still have all the relationships going on. Roxanne and Mr. House they in the middle of the night, he going to her room. He's still doing all that. Um, again, and that girl Carmen, the, it says they 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 was <laughs> in the closet, knocking was boots. knocking boots! Okay. <laughs> in the closet, they was knocking boots and studying. I was like, okay, go. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. <laughs> um minus the part um and then messner who's the guy that has been facilitating negotiations the red cross like he getting tired of people because he like so what yes, are we
1: doing the hell up i <laughs> won't even blame him he's like i don't like it here i was supposed to be on vacation like and... he's, like do y'all understand like
0: what's about to happen like the government is about to be on y'all ass like can y'all like do something like can y'all surrender can y'all some? Thing. This is
1: not going to end well, and they seem to they seem to not be grasping that. Like, That's the thing, and I I understand. Like, there was a moment I think around that moment or before, like Benjamin the general was like he realized that he messed up. He was like, we should have just went right back to the rafters. We should have, which you should have, or just out the front door before the police came. Like, it went on too far. You're in month five, and like, there's no way out, and. I understand, like, I don't know. I can see where he's, like, let's write it out and see what happens because it's, like, if you surrender, you gonna, they're going to kill you. And you don't, but you have no plan. You have none at yeah, all. I mean,
0: there's no way, like, I feel like you. there's no way you come out of this in a favorable position because, like, and then it's, it's kind of hard, though, because it's like, yeah, y'all should just backtrack. But also when you think about how many people were there in the beginning, there was like 300 people in there. So they thought like, oh, the president is in here. They're just hi- he's just hiding. He's just not coming forward. All this mm-hmm. stuff. So by the time y'all get through looking through everybody and looking through the house, the police are already here. So yeah. they was doomed from the beginning, which is why y'all should have had somebody sitting on the president's house to ensure thing. that he left. It's like we over here talking about, like, we, like, we carried out a hostage situation.
1: <laughs> Half ba- I mean, I feel like low-key it's impossible to do that. I mean, you said there's one going on right now, but I feel like...
2: It depends like the on world.
0: where in the world, because that one is in Indonesia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like every time somebody comes through the, uh... It's so funny, there's the song just, just came out, and one of the lyrics is, they only get along because they share ops, and I was like, that's them with the mailman. <laughs> like... <laughs> because both of them be on him that may or may not have been him i think it was because it's like i feel like dogs they recognize the usps logo because they bark harder for usps like not (laughs) not, it's crazy it's crazy it could be us if that is him because i heard him at the next house it could be ups it could be amazon it could be fedex it's all ru 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 usps (laughs) like it is crazy (laughs) they go crazy they know that symbol it's like in their brain like I don't understand how they know specifically that's the one we're supposed to be really mad at
1: (laughs) and what they do to you
0: like I think maybe (laughs) because I think you know what it might because they come more often they come every day except for Sunday Mm. so it's like you like okay the other ones they may they show up near our house like what you doing here you come in every day, and you never come inside, you never meet us, you never pet us. Like, what's going on? You they put in stuff, rude, low key, like you putting stuff in our house. Like, what's going on? I don't got no treats, y'all right. be mad too. Loki, y'all don't bring no mail for me, so <laughs> you
1: know what? They got a point, you low know key. What? I'm, yeah. I'm
0: on their side now. <laughs> I just realized, I hope you I mean, I'm sure you guys probably heard that, but if they didn't, then they're confused. Those are my dogs, so um. But yeah, like I said, Messner, the Red Cross dude, he's mad, like, just, they don't, they don't run him ragged, like. They did.
1: You know how you could tell was that one scene where, when he was trying to tell him to negotiate, mm-hmm. and Ben was like, okay, I didn't shoot all these people. He's like, no, you won't no you will not so what what now I was like I know that's right he wants to go home like
2: what are we doing yeah let's bring
1: some reason
0: into this conversation (laughs) um
2: so basically um all that's going on
0: they feel like, okay, yeah, we're gonna get out of this. Everything's fine. Whatever, nothing can possibly happen to us. Everybody's outside. People they playing. They playing a sports. They playing soccer. They out here frolicking. Which I'm just like, what are we doing? Like right. we outside playing soccer. We're in a hostage situation for months. Like be for real. <laughs> Roxanne is giving a, um, a singing lesson to Caesar in the house, and then she starts screaming. The freaking military that came in. They shoot Caesar. They come out. They shoot everybody. Not everybody. Not the hostages. But, like, they shoot. Can you imagine? <laughs> Y'all, too. Because it's been. <laughs> they shoot all of the people. be freaking, crazy. All of the, they the general. They shoot all of the people. Um, Beatrice tries to surrender. They shoot her anyway. I was like, not they said. We, we pulling in America on, on them. Like, it's giving Right. America. Cause she put her hands out and they was like, nah, we good. Nah.
1: That's
2: yeah. cool.
0: Which is like, okay, y'all. Um, this sh- so they shoot her anyway, they shoot everybody again over here. Like, where's Carmen
1: at? Like about my wife, my wife. I was like, Y'all are again, Genjamin. Talking
0: about my wife, my wife. Turns out Carmen had been shot because she was Gen- in the man. house with Mr. Hosokawa at the time that uh that Roxanne started screaming Mr. Hosokawa had tried to save her they shot him to his own like at his own birthday party that's how they that's how they do him I mean his birthday was months ago but listen birthday year like okay every day every year's birthday year (laughs) um yeah so he was trying to he was trying to uh protect Carmen, he got shot. They both ended up getting shot. You might as well just stepped out the way, my dude. Like, I'm not gonna. That's
1: just like when I tell you, I gasped. I gasped. I was like, no way, they done killed me. No you. way. I was and also like at the end, I was like, you know what? Patrick done pissed me off. I can't even lie. Like that made me so this is an epilogue, which you're gonna get to, but the
0: freaking epilogue. Girl. I
1: couldn't <laughs> wait for you to read. The... I could not wait. That's why on Monday I asked you, you finish it girl the epilogue pissed me i was like she must have had a deadline the publisher's probably the, the editor was probably like girl we need the book by monday and it was sunday night because girl what killing killing uh mr host didn't make no we'll get to it we'll come back you can finish but like don't piss me off i was gagged and then i was upset killing him didn't make no like i was just like i
0: guess i was like <gasps> mr. <laughs> mr. oh like the whole thing was on him and like no nah, that's actually pissing me off The more i think about see, it see it's
1: it's no nah. let's get to the ridiculous epilogue The, the like I could, you, you could you could have saved it the, we, we don't need it, it.
0: like <laughs> be for real like you really could have just cut that and then pages out the book we, okay right so in the epilogue they in italy right it's um the how you say that the ball the ball the french people i don't know how to say french stuff oh tibaut tibaut mm-hmm. um the tibaut that's the dude that like if y'all remember like waiting i mean he's been throughout the story too but i remember him best as the person that was like the first person that noticed when the when something was going oh. awry, because that shook me like thinking about his position like when you realize yeah. that it's too late like oh my gosh so him and his wife they're memorable to
1: me because he's only faithful to his wife in there that's how I remember him and eggplant. You're right. <laughs> Cause I was like, girl. <laughs> um.
0: So, the, him and his wife are in Italy. They're meeting with Gin and Roxanne for none other than Gin and Roxanne's wedding. Explain it to me,
1: please. <laughs> I am begging and patch it, please. Walk me through it. I am begging. I said, what a bomb! What?
0: No. No. I was like, you know what? She was like, let me... Let me... I'm not going to say that man's name. She she went and called up so-and-so who wrote the last book we read and was like, hey, can I get some help on my epilogue?
1: (laughs) That's what it's giving. Literally. Literally. I, you know that tweet going around where that that um that girl canceled her appointment like the silas canceled the girl's appointment and she was like the girl was like in my deposit and she was like <laughs> kept that's what I thought about the epilogue <laughs> and was like "And the epilogue and I said kept you should have <laughs> kept it it doesn't make sense it's very very bad the wedding was weird. Isn't Gen like 20-something? And Roxanne's like double his age, which I mean, I guess the older you get doesn't matter. But like, it they what? But y'all was literally just
0: in the thing talking about, oh, that's my wife, that's my wife. And you laid up with Mr. Hosokawa, his boss,
1: and like whatever. And now y'all are already... married? Like, it's very mm-hmm. strange to me. It's very strange. just to... And also what made it strange to me, because I was already like a little irritated when I started reading it, when you find out that it just happened because someone was like, y'all shouldn't be getting married this close to it and i was like this close to it so you just had carmen's toes curling and now right, you're here whoa. in france
2: all right now whoa. you here
1: in France. and now you here in france
0: marion roxanne like what the heck like how long did it take like okay both of our people died oh yeah you're looking kind of good like what like maybe that's like i know that's not that's not the definite. That's the def. That's the definition that people have made up for trauma bond, but it's not the actual. Definition I was just about to
1: say it. it, it yeah, because I, I was listening to Crystal on a podcast, not the read and she was talking about how the not the like psychologists and are irritated because like how people can't afford therapy, so that's led to mm-hmm. the people who are in therapy saying whatever the hell and trauma yeah. bonding, gaslighting. Those are terms that. Means like something just because, yeah i'm looking up i'm looking up to that de- actual definition because like i was listening to that podcast yesterday because in the tip of my tongue i was like is that a truck, <laughs> but i
0: don't yeah but I it's don't... like it's not the it's not the definition but it's what people have commonly referred to as the definition and so i don't know what to call it but like y'all just went through all of this and now all of a sudden, oh. y- now y'all not just knocking boots but y'all are freaking getting married
1: like that doesn't make any sense oh a trauma has to be t- uh with your abuser yeah i can see why that pisses out psychologists yeah. i can see why y'all be mad because that's not even close but i can yeah. see why people will call it that like y'all want through something together so like let's
2: yeah um
0: but and, and it's also clear that like i mean of course like you say, it just happened but again he not over it like apparently he was he had written a bunch of newspapers because he didn't see anything about the fact that they were that there were uh, women and their girls who um were with the hostage takers and stuff because they killed everybody um and he had written them asking them to correct the mistake which and, and none of them did and i'm like also that's like not realistic a newspaper any reputable newspaper would do that like yeah. <laughs> would would
1: um correct that um do you know why do you know why i think she included that low-key maybe mm-hmm. because when i was reading the real story like they didn't allow the um they didn't allow like the the press the, the what they call it? we call them rebels they after they shot all of them and everything like that they they didn't they just took their bodies like you couldn't go view them in the morgue you can go do anything and the families were speaking out like dang like I kind of want to see but like I forgot where they took the bodies but so maybe like because it was so close yeah. like they knew how many uh, hostages died. There was one, and then how many of the rebels died? But they were like, "Y'all drag this out." So, mm. oh, they did it in in uh, cemeteries around either the country or Lima. I can't remember which one, but it, they were like, "We don't care," which is crazy. But yeah,
2: yeah,
0: but um, yeah it's it it was just freaking weird i was just like i don't understand why we ended up why or how we ended up here but we did so
1: because i feel like it's just weird for so many reasons i mean the fact that it was so close to the situation happening was weird to me me personally i'm not i don't ever want to see you again best of luck to you in the rest of your life um also i feel i'm not a I think Ampatch is a great writer. Like I, I loved her writing. However, I just don't think there was enough story building between Roxanne and Gen to make it believable. And then also, I don't even think that there was enough story between Gen and Mr. Hosokawa for me to be like, oh, he's doing this in his legacy. But do not marry my man after I die. So I don't even know what to tell you. Like, I could even...
0: you imagine at, your, at your freaking funeral, I'm rubbing on your man's shoulder just like
2: a hot comfort you, <laughs> like,
1: Girl, go to I will haunt nail. you every day. <laughs> so I just, don't, I just don't see how it makes sense. Like, in what world that makes sense. Like, it was just weird. You could have kept it and if you wanted to include it because you know I don't mind the after story like you know like you know what I I really don't like when you watch like a movie and the characters go through all of this stuff and then the movie ends right when the problem is resolved you can give me like five more minutes of like what happened after like I, I would like that you know and I would have taken a chapter 11 girl just to explain how we got there like mm-hmm. what happened after they got home how do they get back in contact? Like anything, any and all of the above to to maybe me connect the dots. Like did she, you didn't even tell me how much long, how much time it has been in between, like when they got rescued and no, nah, it's just unbelievable. It's not, yeah. and maybe the, those who are reading along with us can tell us like, oh well, no, it's this, and I will I will gladly hear you because I would love for it to make sense to me. So, whatever you can reason through that as a blind side for me, I'll take it. Yeah, but you could keep the epilogue kept. Yep. <laughs> like, please.
0: Oh, that was a lot. That was a lot going on in that last chapter and epilogue. But and
1: now that I was thinking think about now that you, because when I first at first I remember t- talking to you and I was like, Mister Hosokawa, or talking to myself but I didn't, I didn't, I was waiting for you. I was like, why, Mister Hosokawa? That's so lazy to me. I could see. Because it was, he made, there was a comment or several comments at the beginning of the book where he's like, Oh my God, it's my fault. It's my birthday. He said a couple of times until so finally someone like talked him down. But I just don't think it's fair to kill him, like to bring that idea back. And it's like, well, yeah, he has to atone for this in some way. For having a birthday? For having a birthday. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and where I the president a- at? And that's the whole thing, too. But you know what's crazy in real life? Because his 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 um his ratings were down like real bad. And I'm wondering if that's why Anne was like, "Ooh, let's say he was at home watching." Because I think that's a little funny. Um, he he his ratings like skyrocketed after he successfully um saved the the hostages. Um, but it's annoying to me that we never he never has to reckon with. Mm-hmm. I mean.
2: we we as readers don't know about his reckoning that's annoying to me you know that's crazy father god yeah
1: but uh, i wanted to mention something a friend of the show uh jane um i love her so much she is a former english teacher and she (laughs) she uh had some really nice things to say about our um chaotic journey through this book. And one thing that we were talking about a lot is that especially last week when we posted that meme about like um Roxanne was just like one of the most unbelievable characters because in the face of um extreme trauma, something extremely traumatic, you won't talk about practicing and you giving daily recitals and all this other type of stuff. And she said something about um how I could I could really just pick up my phone and say exactly what she said me to Um it was basically about like how the definition of bel canto
0: ties into there we go oh yeah and what's going on in
1: the story and i after like i um had to do a little bit of reading about like serendipitously almost had to do a little bit of reading about a bel canto and it makes sense it's like jane called it like magical realism where like they're going through this incredibly, they're going through this incredibly like ridiculous traumatic thing, but like the bel canto is almost like magical because in real life a bel canto has a, it's very beautiful singing, can be um, virtuosic and all this other type of stuff, and it's like mesmerizing. So and even though they were in this hostage situation, they were mesmerized by her her singing which even helps with like how the rebels were treating them and how she got like this star treatment and stuff like that I me personally I know it's supposed to be like magical I couldn't so first I'll be like girl shut the hell up like I don't want to hear no Aria I've been the one person in there and also I can't think of many things I would be like who in there with us Beyonce and at, at a certain point like on day four hundred, I don't want to hear alien superstar. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> but I think that was a great point about how, um, an explanation of how music is mesmerizing throughout this. You know, mm-hmm. that was cool. I also want to say that while I understand having that through line of why Mr. Hosakai was the one that died off or whatever the Russian dude would have been a better choice because he already was on. He hates his wife and his kids.
2: That made more sense. And now he gets to go back to him, right? So, All right, y'all. I mean, well, I enjoyed this. You like it? Yeah, I liked it. I
0: thought we, you know that we are. We've already established that last part was pretty ridiculous, but
1: overall, yeah, I thought the writing was good. Um, incredible improvement from last year
2: oh,
1: like, I feel like I'm, let me knock on wood I've heard some really great authors this year and I could add in to that list because normally um, my risk list was sullied <laughs> last year so,
2: so <laughs> sullied
1: um, but yeah shout out to uh, Jane for commenting on you know what we talk about we want to hear from y'all some of y'all be texting me i think that's fun but um thank you for doing that keep doing it we want to hear what y'all got to say about like meet us in the soundcloud streets you could tweet us dm us on instagram gmail.com something what y'all talking about what y'all think especially if you didn't um somebody told me like last year they didn't read with us but they um listened along you know, our takes on stuff so yep Anyway, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, don't forget that we talked about the movie. Oh, see, free. that's
0: exactly why I put it at the top because <laughs> I knew.
1: <laughs> I just want to say it again. We are watching it is free 99 on Tubi. I so I forgot to say that too on
0: Tubi and on Amazon Prime slash Freebie. You, so either one, go ahead and watch it.
1: Also, I heard that show Hooshi Daddies was good too. So y'all can watch that right while you're over there. Is all that right, on? So is that t- on? T-
0: okay, my yeah. computer battery low. So on Canto on the 4th August 4th
2: 7 July. p.m. That so looks like 50% it. okay Katie we won't lose the episode <laughs> we won't I got it on the side so you can watch uh, Hoochie Daddies and you Katie. can watch Bill alright you all
1: right y'all it's time for Black Excellence so we hype you up gas you up and give you your props to this room for everyone at the top who are you talking about Delaney
0: This week, I'm talking about Margaret Cookhorn. Margaret is the principal contrabassoon and bassoon with uh, the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra. Um, She completed her studies at the Royal Northern College of Music, and she is also a member of the Birmingham Contemporary Music Group um, and has played with many um, orchestras across the United Kingdom. She played with the um, inaugural a Chinnake concert in September 2015. She has also done a lot of work as a soloist. She's performed solo works for Contra Bassoon, written for her, um, for, uh, by Colin Matthews, um, for broadcasts on radio, um, in the UK. She also was a soloist, the world premiere of Falling Down, um, by John Woolrich, um, that the city of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra um, premiered in 2009 and she has also performed on BBC proms. Um, she's also an educator um, who has been involved with coaching woodwind sections in um, youth orchestras and amateur orchestras as well as at universities across the UK um, and is also involved in coaching wind chamber music um, across the UK as well um she's also a mentor um who gives um both advice for playing music as well as a career development advice to young musicians um in the uk so shout out to margaret for being black and excellent
1: period margaret um my piece of the week is a set of it's a it's not a song cycle
2: but something like that called
1: um songs of the season by margaret Um, Margaret,
2: okay margaret squared
1: margaret squared i had something else i was like oh her name margaret reminded me i like that and the uh what's called libretto is uh by langston hughes so yeah, yeah 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 yeah. well you made it thank you so much you know what you know what crystal said uh that resonated with me oh my soul the this week at the end she was like these episodes don't have to be this long like literally, no one's making them. Okay, Lisa. I mean, <laughs> I had mom. a good time.
0: My mom I had a good time. How long our episodes are? So,
1: I mean, I like I like long episodes because. But I wonder if I would feel differently if I was introduced to a different podcast as my first podcast because the read's always two hours. I'd be mad when it be an hour. I'm like, yeah, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah, put that back in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> Say that for a rainy day. But anyway thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast Don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast we have a piece of the week suggestion a black ex suggestion or an intermittent suggestion low-key time moves quickly what well, you got a book suggestion for us classically black podcast at gmail.com join us in the patreon streets in the ebony tower hey patreon hi patreon how are you that's patreon.com slash classically black podcast if you're black join isbm it's Musicians dots com i musicians on social media thank you for uh listening and
2: watching hey patreon and we will catch y'all next week bye y'all bye